our health is at stake here where I mentioned the, the big issues we're seeing in men's health. And a lot of that is our own fault. It is the toxins in our environment. It's the food we're eating. It's in our water. It's in our personal care products. It's the chronic stress that we don't recognize. It's the sedentary lifestyle. It's the lack of focus on sleep. It's lack of purpose in our life. It's all of these things that come together and you can't find a quick fix. Welcome to the show where we help you make smart nutrition simple. If you want proven nutrition strategies to help you build a better body and create the energy to show up for your family without overly restrictive and unrealistic dieting, then you're in the right place. Make sure to subscribe and enjoy this episode. Our balls are under attack. At least that's what Dr. Tracy Gappin suggests is at the forefront of the precipitous decline in men's health today. From our toxic environment to poor food and water quality, overconsumption yet undernourishment, overstressed yet underrecovered, to genetic factors that predispose us to reduced hormonal function, the odds are stacked against us. But it's not all bad as there's plenty of opportunity for us to take control of our health through various components of nutrition, lifestyle, exercise, and medical interventions. In today's episode of the Smart Nutrition Made Simple show, Dr. Gappin and I discuss the men's health crisis we're currently living in that's affecting testosterone levels, affecting weight, mood, brain function, sex drive, and the drive to even want to commit to get healthy in the first place. We talk about the role of testosterone and what it plays in optimal health and how we should be thinking about testosterone optimization. We talk about the common but often unrecognized blind spots that can keep us sick and fat, even when we feel like we're doing everything right. And we talk about the role of peptides, specifically GLP-1 agonists, like the extremely popular drug Ozempic, as it pertains to helping facilitate the weight loss process. So if you're a man or a woman who cares about your health and you feel like you already eat healthy and exercise, but you're not losing or seeing the results that you'd hope for, then this conversation is for you. And if you found this conversation helpful and you'd like to talk more about how to get lean, strong, and healthy, then let's chat. Just head over to bodysystems.com and schedule your complimentary nutrition strategy call so I can find out more about you and see if and how we might be able to support you. So without further ado, Here's Dr. Tracy Gappin. Dr. Tracy Gappin, welcome back to the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show. What's up, dude? Oh, thanks so much, Ben. Glad to be here with you again. It's been a while. It has been uh, since February of 2019. Uh, dude, super excited to have you back. We've already been rapping for the last several minutes about just how our businesses have grown and all the synergy that's going on. So I'm excited to welcome you back into the community, excited to share everything that you're up to with our listeners. And by the way, for those of you listening, if you haven't uh, listened to Dr. Gappin's interview, uh, it was episode number 60 in February of 2019. So you might want to put this one on pause, go back, have a listen to that because we talk all about uh, environmental toxicity. We talk about testosterone, which by the way, we're going to touch on a little bit today. Um, and uh, genetics, epigenetics, all that good stuff. So it could be a good kind of preface to this conversation. 
nonetheless, dude, welcome back. Tell us what's been going on in your world over the past few years. Oh, thanks so much. So yes, since I last met with you, I made the massive decision uh, for my career and my life personally to step away from traditional medicine, step away from my very busy, very lucrative urology practice. And in 2021, I formally launched Gavin Institute. I tell you, Ben, it was the scariest thing I've ever done, but it was the most amazing thing I've done. Um, and now I look back and think, God, why did I let fear hold me back so many years from making that decision? You know, I, I recognize now, especially in hindsight, how our traditional healthcare system is broken and we are failing, especially men. You know, my focus and passion is men's health. And we're failing because there's such a, a dependence on disease, on finding the diagnosis code and then treating that with pharmaceuticals, treating it with procedures, and then getting guys back to baseline, back to neutral, back to, you know, you're free of disease, free of symptoms, and then send them on their way. When we're really doing nothing to look at how can I optimize this male? How can I help him be his absolute best again, I like to say. And, and that takes some work. And that takes, you know, a lot of stuff that we'll talk about today that our healthcare system doesn't even look at. And obesity has gotten worse. You know, 75% of men are either overweight or obese. Fertility has, has gotten to about 50% of, of men who are in their fertile years are not able to have, uh, to conceive and have children. Free testosterone levels are 50% what they were 20, 30 years ago. And so there's just no attention on any of this. And so I like to call it a men's health crisis that's just not getting the attention it deserves. And and so my business has really been focused around men's health and how can I optimize men to be their absolute best again? What, what was the biggest impetus? I mean, obviously all of those things that you just discussed are, are paramount. And is it, was it that you were observing this in daily practice and the allopathic model was just not serving men at the level that you knew needed to be addressed? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, like most of us who make a transition in our lives, it's because of a personal um, development or personal situation. For me, it was where my health was deteriorating and I was a dad and my, my son's about to be 10 in a couple of days now. And when I was a dad, suddenly I was face to face with the fact that I was miserable. Right. And, and here I am finally a dad and I had no energy, had no focus. I was fat. I couldn't sleep. I was stressed out. I was miserable and I was doing all the wrong things. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't exercising. And I was so focused on my urology career. Right. That I, I had this, this awakening when my primary care doctor had no answers for me either. And so somewhat selfishly, I decided I need to do something about it for myself. And then that got me into epigenetics and it got me into precision medicine, which is how do we use genetics to individualize care? And that got me into truly understanding how to optimize hormones, which they don't teach in medical school. Right. I learned about right. uh, functional medicine, which we used to laugh at. Now I recognize how amazing it can be as mm -hmm. an adjunct to what I was already doing. And putting all this together with um, you know advanced tools that we have to track health, track blood sugar, track sleep, track stress, and truly optimize the human system. And yeah. so I turned my health around, turned my life around, and that's when I I, I just I finally found my passion again. Ben, I, I was burnt out on medicine. I was burnt out on my career. I, I was almost ready to give up. And now, as I told you before, we got on 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 air here. I just freaking love what I do every day. Cause I get to make a real impact in a very different way than I ever did before. Well, it's, it's awesome to see the transition that you've made and yeah. it's inspiring for me. Absolutely. So congratulations on that. Uh, I, 
um, watched a popular TEDx talk that you did um, some time back. And you mentioned in the TEDx talk, in fact, you kick off the TEDx talk with a quote that says, our balls are under attack. Right. Now, please do uh, elaborate on what you meant by that. Yeah. So, you know, our 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 health is at stake here where I mentioned the, the big issues we're seeing in men's health. And a lot of that is um, um, our own fault. It is the toxins in our environment. It's the food we're eating. It's in our water. It's in our personal care products. It's the chronic stress that we don't recognize. It's the fairly sedentary, sedentary lifestyle. It's the lack of focus on sleep. It's lack of purpose in our life. It's all of these things that come together. And, you know, the high-performing men that you work with, the high-performing men that I work with, it, you know, there's this avatar, this guy who's so focused on his career that he'll neglect his own self for the sake of, of growing the business. And at some point, you need to create what I really emphasize is the key word here is balance. Balancing your life around, yeah, you need to be successful. Yeah, you got to pay the bills and, and, and make money and grow your business. But you also got to focus on yourself, on your mind mm. and your body. And that takes actual you know, making that a priority and and um, recognizing that if you don't put your oxygen mask on first, you can't help those around you. A hundred percent. And I, I think that, you know, all of the things that you just mentioned, it's so multifactorial uh, under the fact that like our body is literally under siege, right? To, to keep us, keep our hormones suppressed, to keep us from functioning as metabolically efficiently as as we could or should and a lot of us look at the weight as being the problem but it's it's really the weight is like the byproduct of this metabolic inefficiency of this hormonal sabotage if you will that we're under and so kind of what are the things that you look at in terms of the biggest suppressors the biggest assaults if you will to our existing function, our hormone levels, our blood sugar, our metabolic regulation, our, you know, lipids, our cellular health, right? Our, our cardiovascular health. What do you guys typically look at? Yeah. And Ben, I just want to say before I answer your question, I couldn't agree more with everything you just said, how multifaceted it is, how it's this confluence of, of issues that come into play. And, you know, my, my old world traditional medicine would just want to give you a testosterone shot or just want to right. give you a blue pill and send you on your way without addressing answering the question you just asked, because that's the exact perfect question. And the answer is it's complex. There are a lot of things that come into that. You know, you look at, uh, we can start with with hormones. You know, we recognize that uh, there's a massive decline in testosterone levels, but that's not the cause. That's the symptom of, of an underlying problem. We know that thyroid levels are, are diminished. We know that guys have issues with low nitric oxide. They have issues with estradiol. They have issues with vitamin D, all these hormones, you know, we have 50 plus hormones in our body. And the general focus is just testosterone. It gets all the attention. Guys come in for, you know, I want to lose weight. Can I get some testosterone? I want to have sex. Can I get a blue pill? But it's understanding that things like insulin sensitivity, you know, that directly affects hormones. It directly affects, you know, symptoms, energy, brain, cognitive function, sexual performance, et cetera, blood flow, vascular function. And so when I, I think about the causes of low hormones to start, it's nutritional. It's what kind of foods are you eating? What's the quality of the foods you're eating? Are there toxins in the food you're eating? 
What's the macronutrient ratio you're eating? And is it right for you based on your genetics and based on your goals? How much are you eating? You know, there's, there's, and I, I love all the content you put out there, your amazing podcasts that, that have gone into this. So I don't want to spend waste time on, on previous stuff you talked about, but you know, a calorie is not a calorie. It depends on the quality. Yeah. Of your food, for example, you know, it's such a good point, dude. And, and, you know, as you say this, I'm just like making this list because I think as men and, and, and simply in our society altogether is we kind of are looking at this, uh, from the outside in rather than the inside out. And, and especially in the world of quick fixes, right? The the headlines are around testosterone. The headlines are around biohacking. The headlines are around semaglutide and peptides. And, and, and so I want to get into this stuff, but I've just wrote down environment, nutrition, quality, and quantity, exercise, quantity, and quality, stress management, genetics. It's like, there's so many factors at play for someone who comes in and sees you for someone who looks in the mirror one day, they're a stressed out executive and they've just been obviously put themselves on the back burner. They haven't been prioritizing their health. And, and these are the conversations that you and I probably have all of the time, but it's like one day I just looked in the mirror and I was embarrassed. I was disgusted. I was ashamed of sort of what I had let myself get to. And now the question becomes, okay, how can I move the needle, where do you guys, like, what's the first step? It's committing. You know, Ben, I, I can I can go into my protocols, you know, starts with optimizing hormones. Then we go to nutrition and gut health. And I talk about sleep quality and tracking sleep. Then I go into fitness and and I go into my, uh, stress mitigation and management and mindset. I go into talks and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But before I do any of that, Ben, it's really about getting a guy to commit to make that first step. You know, there's a book behind me in my book um, case here, Atomic Habits. Yeah, And great I book. love that book because it talks about how you need to take that first step. And what is that first step that you can do, make yourself do every single day to where it becomes a routine so that now you can do the hard work. Because mm. if I start on day one and say, okay, Joe, you're going to eat this, 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 and then you're going to go to the gym here, here, here. It's, it's overwhelming. It is intense. It is impossible in their mind until you get them to commit and to believe in the transformation and to recognize there's going to be work and to recognize that you, you, you can't find a quick fix. They're looking for that magic bullet. You know, looking mm -hmm. for what's, what's the perfect pill I could take or the perfect diet or perfect, you know, whatever it is. When in fact it's putting all those pieces together, it's finding those hidden blind spots in the guy's health and a man's health that's holding him back. It's individualizing it based on advanced testing and it's creating a very, focused precision lifestyle that's going to work for him on a daily long-term basis. And I know you talk about this a lot in, in your other podcasts. It's it's not about dieting. We're not here to lose weight. We're here to create a life. And that means that you really have to put the, the foundational pieces in place. You know, Ben Hardy, psychologist Ben I love his content he's put out there. Yeah. He talks about future your future self. And now if you want to be your future self, you have to really act how your future self would act. And you can't do things now to hope to be your future self. You have to actually be your future self so that you become your future self. And, and, and I'm not saying as well as he does, of course, he said it so eloquently. But the point is, is you have to live that life that you want to have. And, and this is where it gets down to behavioral change starts with baby steps. 
and recognizing that there's no quick fix and we're not trying to die. We're not trying to, trying to make a, a, a fast trans- transformation here. It's about changing your life. Yeah, dude. No, it's so great to hear you, especially being a medical expert and someone that deals with testosterone and deals with peptides and deals with you know advanced testing techniques and genetics and epigenetics and all of this stuff to actually still acknowledge and root into like, listen, none of this is going to work if you don't actually show up and commit to changing your identity, right? We talk about that all of the time. And so obviously we're speaking the same language. I'd love to get a little more granular. Now I heard you say something to the tune of like, we help our clients identify the blind spots, right? And it's not uncommon for us to have men and women that we're working with whom are seemingly doing everything right. And 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 I will be the first to say in our environment, in our society today, you can diet, you can control for calories, you can exercise and seemingly be doing everything quote unquote right, but things still aren't moving. Under those circumstances, as a medical professional, like where do we look? Where are the blind spots that we could be missing things? Yeah, you're asking the absolute perfect question. And I see this every day. You know, a great example that I think drives this question home is you look at Bob Harper. Bob Harper is the head trainer, fitness trainer on the show, The Biggest Loser. And he was 51 years old a few years ago when he had a massive heart attack. He had a wheel maker and almost died. And that guy looked like he was in the best shape of his life. He looked incredible. We aspire to look like him. And and yet, how does that happen to a guy like that? And the answer is that I call them blind spots in your health that are holding you back without you even recognizing it. And that's kind of my, my talking point around this point is that each of us have issues that we don't even realize are going on. For example, um, a, a guy I just saw this morning, he is having a weight loss resistance, if you will, where he can't seem to burn those last 20 pounds. And we did cortisol testing on him and his cortisol testing was through the roof. And this is salivary testing you could do. You collect a salivary sample at four times throughout the day and you could measure cortisol. And this guy is a, a high powered entrepreneur. He travels around his private jet, makes a, you know millions of dollars a day, it seems. And, um, he tells me he has no stress, <laughs> right? Well, okay, that, that, that's fine. Let me, let me show you otherwise. And so what that test shows me is massively elevated cortisol thinks he's fine. Tells me he's fine. And I have to call him out on that, that you're not fine because what is cortisol? Cortisol is your stress hormone. And that can be elevated from a lot of different things. It can be from right. toxic environment. It can be from psychological stress. A lot of times it's stress coming from your gut, right? If you have issues with your microbiome, it causes internal physiologic stress. Um, it can be stress from hormone imbalance, stress from micronutrient deficiencies. All kinds of issues can cause this internal uh, physiologic stress that you don't even realize is going on. The reason I'm diving deep here, Ben, is because that elevated cortisol, what does it do? It is catabolic. It breaks down muscle. Right. It's breaking down your house to use those bricks for something else. And so it's breaking down muscle. It's storing fat. It's crushing hormones. It's tearing up your gut and um, it's causing disasters. Hmm. And so I'm not saying cortisol is the demon. It's when it's too high that it becomes a real problem. And so Chronically. that's one example, for example. Yeah. Um, I had guys where they think they're fine, no gut issues, no symptoms, no problems whatsoever. And I've had massive issues with imbalance in the bacteria in their gut, the microbiome. 
or they have a, a candida yeast infection in their gut, or they have breakdown of the gut wall, where now they have massive food sensitivities. Had a, a race car driver client. I, I love this story. He came in with some some cognitive issues where he he couldn't make decisions quickly on the racetrack, and he knew something was wrong, like brain fog, if you will. It ends up that he has food sensitivities to bananas and coffee. And guess what he was having for breakfast every single morning? Bananas <laughs> and coffee, baby. And right. that one little tweak made all the difference in the world. And so I love fixing hormones. I love correcting micronutrient issues. I love working with guys on, on using genetics to individualize their nutrition. I love working on sleep habits. But a lot of times it's doing that advanced testing where you find problems that you didn't even know were there that are really holding you back. And that's the fun stuff. Yeah, most definitely. And so what I heard you say is, is it can be, and it's not that stress hormones like cortisol are a bad thing, but it's certainly when chronically elevated for whatever reason. And it's not just the overt stress that we perceive, right? Like the financial stressors and the work stressors and you know the kids and all of the obvious things, but it's really this uh, internal stress accumulation from things like gut health and environment and stuff like that, that can be perpetuating these these issues that we might not be aware of, right? And then similarly is is gut health, food sensitivities that we might not be aware of. And these are all instances where some more advanced testing could be really relevant to be able to kind of balance things out, especially in the circumstances where nutrition and diet alone are not doing justice to the process. Exactly, spot on. As you work with clients and, and and work on establishing all of these foundational principles, let's look into some of the more pharmacological approaches of let's talk briefly about testosterone. And, and one of the questions I have for you, because we have a lot of guys that we work with, and I think that generally speaking, testosterone replacement therapy is becoming much more widely accepted. We understand a lot more around the value of it, how to manage it, kind of especially more progressive doctors like you. So when, in your opinion, does um, testosterone replacement become uh, paramount and really relevant to the conversation? But, yeah. the, but the second part of that question is um, what comes first, mm -hmm. Tracy, is generally speaking, do we want to look at Right? Uh, do we want to look at like weight loss first, and can we lose the weight? And by virtue of losing the weight, have you seen that that drives up uh, testosterone levels naturally, or do you know which comes first? Right, the chicken or the egg? So first of all, testosterone is important for a lot of reasons, uh, not just building muscle and having sex. So it's important for cognitive function, mental acuity, memory, focus, concentration, et cetera. It's important for mood. It's important for energy. It's important for exercise recovery. It's important for sleep. It's important for bone health, directly tied to cardiovascular health. This is a key one. Studies have shown men with low testosterone have about a 30% increased risk of having a major adverse cardiac event over men with higher levels of testosterone. Mm. Over a dozen studies have shown that same thing, 30% increased risk with low T. Similarly, interesting, prostate cancer, same thing. Guys with low T, for whatever reason, have an increased risk of prostate cancer, clinically significant prostate cancer. 
So we know testosterone is important for a lot of reasons. It's important for metabolic health. It actually has been shown to lower LDL numbers. It's been shown to improve insulin sensitivity, reduces inflammation. So a lot of incredible physiologic benefits of testosterone. Without question, it's a really important hormone. Yes, it's one of 50. We want to look at all of them as they come together as a symphony. But for men, testosterone, as you said, I agree, it's paramount. Okay. So when do we give testosterone? Well, I can go through all the different things that we can do in lifestyle maneuvers to increase testosterone. We can do strength training. You know, we know working on the big belly muscles like the quads and the hands and the back and the sure. core is important. We know that um, that nutrition is important. Make sure you're getting a good, good, adequate amount of the micronutrients that you need and good, healthy fats that you need. We know sleep is probably one of the most underappreciated aspects of hormone function and that you need good quality sleep. We know that stress and cortisol, we talked about a few moments ago, can definitely impact testosterone. So we want to optimize stress. We know that things like sunlight on your scrotum can actually improve testosterone levels. So things Perennial like Perennial sunning, baby. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, red light's been shown in some studies to, to have some benefit there. So all these great, cool things we can do, okay? But here's what the truth is. A guy comes into my office. This happens every day. And his free testosterone is six. And we can talk about lab ranges after, but it needs to be 20. Just to right, give you a scale right. to understand how far off he is. Okay. It's six. It needs to be 20. This guy is suffering with low energy, feels like shit. He is stressed out. He's tired. He's not sleeping well. He is not having sex with his wife. He's not even interested in having sex with his wife. He can't get to the gym. He has no desire to go to the gym because he's just tired all day. He works and then he's just exhausted right. after work. And he's in this perpetual Groundhog Day kind of picture where every day is the same and he can't get out of that cycle. And he feels like crap. And he's like, Doc, just tell me what to do. I hear the same, same words every day. Doc, just tell me what to do right. to fix that problem. And so I could do one of two things for that guy. I can go through those items that will improve his testosterone naturally and say, Joe, I'll see you in six months and let's see how you're doing. Sure. And he, you know what's going to happen. He's going to be in the same right. struggle every day. Or I can give him testosterone and get his testosterone levels to where they need to be. We're not talking about being a super athlete. We're not talking about being Superman. We're just talking about being a man, I like to say. And when I get those levels up to where they need to be and correct the other hormones as well, suddenly, Ben, it, it's dramatic how I see this time and time again. Everything changes. It's like a light switch goes on. And you know what? Now he's finally ready. Hmm. He's like, yeah. tell me what else, tell me what do I do now? Sure. And now he's ready to look at changing his lifestyle, his nutrition. Now he's ready to start doing the sleep hygiene things that are so important at night and, and creating balance in his life. Only then when you get him feeling good and ready is he right. going to say, let's go to the gym. Sure. And so that's why I have a really clear methodology, a secret, I call it my gap in protocol, where I optimize hormones first. Not because I don't believe in the natural approaches. I do, and I think they're helpful, and I still implement those. But guys I work with, they freaking need help now. They got to they gotta get started. And if you don't get them to a higher level immediately to where they can start to get some momentum, they're just not going to make it. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's hormones first, and then I work on nutrition and gut, and then I focus on getting sleep optimized. And now these guys are ready to finally get in the gym and start incorporating fitness on a regular daily basis in their life. And then we can move on from there. 
Hey friends, quick pause in this episode for an exciting announcement. I'm thrilled to let you know that we've officially partnered with Fullscript to create our own very high-end quality supplement store. Fullscript is the number one online dispensary for professional-grade supplements. Now, as you probably have realized, the internet is the Wild West when it comes to supplements, and it's tough to find many of the best products from a reliable source and at an affordable price. I've heard many stories of people ordering something off Amazon and receive something completely different in the bottle, which can actually be quite dangerous when it comes to nutritional supplements. And so in the BSL Nutrition Fullscript Dispensary, we've hand-selected a few dozen of our personal favorites, and we've broken them into easily searchable categories, including Ben's favorites. Now, the best part of this situation is that due to the buying power of groups, we're able to get you a 15% off retail pricing on the entire catalog of professional products in our shop. These are brands like Designs for Health, Biotics, Research, Biobotanical Research, Microbiome Labs, Seeking Health, and more. So just click on the Join BSL Nutrition Supplement Shop in the show notes to create your free account and place your first order. Orders over $50 receive free shipping on top of our 15% discount on everything. And just so you know, the criteria we use to determine what went into the shop is... Is the product something we would recommend and or take ourselves and give to our kids? Is the product of the highest quality? And can we provide a lower cost than is available anywhere else on the web? Now, we sincerely hope this helps you save money and acquire the highest quality products for you and your family. And let's get back to the show. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I totally understand. And you got to build some of that intrinsic drive. And if they're just feeling like crap, Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be tough to just sheer white knuckle it into yeah. doing all of the things that you're supposed to be doing. Right. That's right. Uh, so I can, I can absolutely appreciate that approach in your experience. Do you see that men come off of the testosterone or does that simply become part of their routine? Does that become lifetime support? Short answer, um, lifetime longer answer that i think is important to qualify that that that's a common question is we know why their testosterone levels are low we know it's in part lifestyle it's in part things like stress and um crummy diet and sedentary lifestyle but a lot of it is toxins right not just in our lifestyle our lifespan that has impacted testosterone production it's actually transgenerational epigenetics it's called meaning toxins in our grandparents life affected their germ cells, their testicular function, their sperm, which affected your parents, your father, which affected you and so on. And so Mm -hmm. that's why we're seeing this massive increase in um, hypogonadism and low testosterone. And I believe it's only going to get worse. Totally. All the environmental factors. And so the reason I'm pointing that out is that there's no way that we can expect to realistically get a, a 40, 45, 50 year old guy his testosterone levels back to where they were when he was 20. Yeah. Let alone what a guy in his 20s, 20, 30 years ago had, because our levels are half of what they were then, obviously. Right. So when I get his testosterone level up to that healthy, optimized range, and he feels all these differences, the energy, the cognitive function, the vitality, the the, the recovery, the mood, the sexual drive, and the performance in every part of his life, 
that guy's no longer asking me how long do I have to be on testosterone. The question then becomes, why would you ever take this away from me, doctor? You know, that's such a fair statement. And I think that we have a sort of mental battle going on uh, around like, is it cheating to, to leverage testosterone? Is it cheating to leverage weight loss drugs? Is it cheating to leverage peptides? And, you know, a lot of the uh, question becomes, well, is it even possible for me to function normally without some of the exogenous yeah. medical support? And what I'm hearing from you and what you know I've discussed with an, a myriad of other practitioners on the podcast is just the barrage of environmental toxicity and the stress that we, we're inducing in our own lifestyle and the, the the lifestyles that we live to say nothing of the epigenetics and what's passed down from generation to generation. And it really does sound to me like it's a situation where it's like, we need to do everything we possibly can to quote unquote, optimize things, regardless of the devil on the shoulder saying, this is something that, you know, you, you're cheating the process, right? Yeah. And you bring up a good point that uh, that everyone has their figurative line in the sand. I'm not going to go beyond that line. I'm going to do all natural up until here. Or maybe I'm okay with hormones, but not those drugs. Or this, but not right. that. And that's okay. Everyone has a different position, and, and, and um, that's fine. What I will suggest is that our bodies need testosterone levels to function properly. And if your body's not making it on its own... I'm going to give you bioidentical testosterone to help get you to where you need to be. And I, I view it as a very different category, if you will, than pharmaceuticals or peptides or other synthetic drugs that may you know, be sure, a different sure. line in that sand, if you will. Sure. Yeah. You know, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm not for or against, by the way. I, I'm for whatever is going to support the client in a way that they desire, you know, help them get the results that they want. But But in theory, it's like, yeah, man, like you have an absolutely bonkers lifestyle and you have a ton of stress and you've got kids that you want to sh show up for and set a great example for and you know a spouse and it's like you know sure you could move to the mountains and live off the grid and only eat you know sustainably farmed food but like let's be honest that's not going to happen and and even if you did that there's no assurance that that in and of itself would help you ramp up your levels based on your own genetics and you know physiology and everything like that. And so I think it's extremely nuanced, but it's cool to hear that you know you offer that level of support. And I'll say that if you did the natural stuff, I've had you know every now and then a guy says, no, no, I'm gonna do the natural. You may get from the six that I mentioned, free testosterone level of six to maybe nine, 10, 11. So you'll you'll definitely see some improvement. I typically, and I never like to say never, but I never see you get to where you need to be uh, with just mm. natural alone. I think it's sure. adjunct, but certainly not enough on its own. 100%. Um, so let's dive into peptides uh, okay. and, and, and if and when they become relevant. So I'd love to start with the FDA approved peptides. Let's stuck GLP-1 agonists. Um, like semaglutide and, and terzapatide. I'm, I'm really intrigued by these. And then I'd love to just uh, dabble on, on some of the other ones that can help drive energy and weight loss and sleep and um, those types of things. So how are you guys leveraging 
uh, the GLP-1 agonists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the listeners, the GLP-1 agonists are, um, they're peptides. They're technically not pharmaceuticals or peptides. And peptides are nothing more than uh, specific sequences of amino acids that can be reproduced, synthesized for a very specific purpose. The beauty then is that they are, in my opinion, uh, can be considered as signaling molecules. They're molecules right. that, that, that originate from our own bodies. They're, they're made from specific sequences that come from our body. And so therefore, our body recognizes it and don't tend to have much in the way of side effects in general. And I'm not going to say never, but in general. And so the GLP-1 agonists are uh, peptides that are specifically used for blood sugar regulation and weight loss. So they're initially FDA approved for uh, management of diabetes. And then a few years later, they were then FDA approved specifically for weight loss in people with a BMI over, I think it was 30 or 31, something like that. So obese uh, patients. And specifically, we're talking about Ozempic, which is extremely popular as the diabetes drug. And then we're talking about uh, what Wigovi is the 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 weight loss the se- the semaglutide but labeled for weight loss correct exactly yes so Ozempic and Wagovi and to be clear those are both semaglutide right okay so that that's the generic form of it is semaglutide how does semaglutide work why is it approved for weight loss well it works through a couple of different mechanisms number one it helps regulate blood sugar. It does that through actually two mechanisms. So number one, it increases blood sugar regulation through insulin secretion. So its effect on the pancreas increases insulin uh, secretion, which will drive glucose into the cell through the GLUT4 receptor, but basically lowers blood sugar. It also regulates blood sugar in an insulin-independent manner as well. So it regulates the GLUT4 receptor on, on muscle cells that helps bring glucose into the cell independent of insulin. And so that's the second way by which it lowers blood sugar. So lowering blood sugar is the main way it works. The second way it works is at the brain level, it decreases appetite. So people eat less. And then number three, it acts at the stomach to slow gastric emptying. And so by slowing gastric emptying, you don't eat as much. You get fuller quicker. And so by regulating blood sugar, by decreasing appetite, and by making you feel uh, increased satiety so you feel fuller quicker, you're going to simply eat less, have better blood sugar regulation. You're going to lose weight. Yeah. And so that's the the scientific basis for it. Uh, there are certain reasons you can't use it. You can't use it if you have any history of medullary thyroid carcinoma, history of pancreatitis, stuff like that. But for the most part, it's fairly safe. Um, the biggest downside to it is that you got to titrate it up very, very slowly. Uh, you can get nauseated if you take too much of it. And so we have a real clear protocol and dosing for that so that you don't have that. What do we see with these peptides and things like uh, insulin resistance, right? Because obviously it helps with blood sugar regulation. So what about in individuals with uh, metabolic irregularities, uh, specifically something like insulin resistance? Do we see improvements in those? And, And even leptin, you know, as an example, like what happens there? Yeah, so it's going to improve insulin sensitivity by increasing that uh, GLUT4 receptor function on the cell. And so we are going to see increase in um, insulin secretion as well as blood sugar regulation um, through that that non-insulin dependent route. And so you will see improvements in that. And the studies are, are pretty incredible. You know, there there's um, liraglutide, which is another drug or another peptide in this class as well where the studies have shown dramatic reduction in cardiovascular risk 
dramatic reduction in LDL triglyceride numbers with these peptides. And so, yes, they're great for weight loss. Yes, they're great for reducing food intake, but it's actually potentially beneficial when it comes to cardiovascular health and, and mortality yeah. because of that effect on insulin sensitivity and on lipid profiles. Well, that's for me is, is kind of what's most intriguing about it is it's obvious. I, I think, man, I think that we're missing so much in this, in these conversations around, like, again, coming back to the idea of like, we're just looking at weight loss and that's not, that's not what we should be discussing. We need to be talking about the metabolic repercussions of the things that we're doing around our nutrition, around our exercise, around our lifestyle. And that's where, you know, begs this question of like, how are we improving metabolic function through leveraging these drugs so that we right. can then drive better blood sugar regulation, faster fat loss, and more regulated appetite improvements in, in, in insulin management and, and, and what have you. It's just because I'm seeing more and more, like, it's very clear that the focus on the weight loss is not the solution evidenced by our, our the dieting society. It's the, it's the pleasant side effect of the actual physiologic effect of these, of these peptides. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that that's really cool. Um, and I see massive opportunity there. What's the difference and what are you seeing in terms of the difference between the semaglutide and something like uh, terzapatide? Yeah, great question. So first of all, uh, terzapatide is simply semaglutide mixed with another drug, mixed with a uh, gastric inhibitory peptide, like the GIP. So terzapatide is actually technically a combination peptide of two different things. It's um, the GLP-1 agonist and the uh, GIP. Gastric, gastric inhibitory peptide. Yeah. The, the key here, I, I want to play devil's advocate. What's the downside? People, you know, you hear a lot of criticism out yeah. there of, of wasted faces and mus loss of muscle mass and all these negative consequences and, and criticisms of semaglutide. I want to just make sure I quickly address those because there's a lot of negativity around it. The problem, and you've alluded to this already, is a, is a lot of people think of semaglutide as the weight loss drug. Just give me semaglutide, I'm going to lose weight, and that's all I'm going to do. Again, this is the disease model magic pill mentality that our healthcare system has gotten us into, a pill for an ill. Right. Take this to fix that. And so a lot of people out there are looking for semaglutide specifically just to lose weight. They're going to do nothing else. They're going to eat like crap. They're not going to exercise. They're not sleeping well. They're not managing micronutrients, hormones, gut health, all these other issues that are so important. Instead, they're just going to take the magic pill. And so if you're trying that, you're not going to have success. Why? You are going to lose because you're going to lose muscle mass. Right. You know, you and I agree, and I love your content that you put out, that muscle is the key. Protein muscle synthesis is the key. And that requires that you are in a in a anabolic state. You right. have fuel, your metabolic machinery is working at full capacity, and you're feeding it well with good quality nutrients. Semaglutide is the exact opposite. You're shutting everything down. You're in a in a in a catabolic state, if you will, and that yeah, that's gonna burn that's gonna burn muscle as well as burn fat. And so you and I agree that weight loss is not the key. Fat loss is the key. Right. Increasingly muscle mass, burning fat is the key to success. And so 
I really emphasize with my clients when we use semaglutide, we don't use it all the time. And I don't think it's the magic pill or magic peptide. It has to be part of this system's biology approach, understanding how all these other inputs are affecting things. And it has to be part of a much bigger approach and picture. And so obviously with the implementation is they need to be facilitating some level of resistance training. They need to be eating enough protein, you know, kind of managing calories um, to mitigate any of the lean muscle mass lost. So what are your observations with respect to this specific peptide use in terms of long-term success, Mm -hmm. in terms of lean muscle mass lost? Are you seeing any of the rebound effects or, you know, what, what are your observations there? I've had so many clients come to see me because they took semaglutide last year. They took it for six months. They lost 40 pounds and now they've gained it all back again. Right. Of course. Of course you haven't. That plays into exactly what what my point is. And so um, we see great results, Ben, because that's one piece of a much bigger picture. And so um, I like to use it as um, a source of momentum, if you will. Yeah source of getting someone to get into a, a fat loss state, but I don't use it more than three to six months. Yep. So I like to use it in the beginning, get someone going, get someone to see some success, fix the hormones, fix their gut, get them sleeping, get them doing some, as you mentioned, resistance training, incorporate peptides like that. I, you know, I like to say that all those other aspects of health are like the layers of your cake and peptides are the icing on that cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. And you don't get the icing if you don't bake the cake. And so I think that peptides like the GLP-1 agonists are fantastic, but they're not magic and they don't work by themselves. You have to put all the other pieces together. I love that. And and I like the idea of almost like something I thought about while you were talking about that is, is really just like, you have to earn the right to be able to use those I like that. Yeah. Fat loss catalysts, right? Or weight loss catalysts is like, you have to earn the right to use those. And and, and it's the same thing we talk about with our clients. It's like, you need to earn the right to diet. Like when you come in to work with us, we're not just going to throw you into an aggressive calorie deficit and yeah. significantly ramp up your exercise. You have to improve your nutrition and lifestyle behaviors. We need to add resistance training for all of the reasons that we're discussing, because we know very clearly that as you're losing weight for most people, especially if you're losing it aggressively. And by the way, like Everyone has done the yo-yo diets over and over and over again and lost the same 10, 20, 30 pounds over years. And you and I, and you, you know, being someone who probably observes, you know, lean muscle mass and and fat mass and and some of that technology, you see when people do this is they're perpetually losing lean muscle mass. They're gaining back fat mass more and more every single year. And then we know, you know, clinically just year after year, especially after the age of 40, like we're losing lean muscle mass every year. We're replacing it with fat. So we have to infuse these lifestyle behaviors around your nutrition, around training, um, around sleep uh, and hormonal support to be able to actually effectively leverage any of the ancillary stuff. Otherwise, like, yeah, you're just looking for the magic bullet and it's not going to help. I couldn't agree with you more, Ben. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's an, an addition to everything else we're doing to augment the response to everything else we're doing, but I don't look at it as a standalone product, right? 
uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, I could go on and on with you and and perhaps we'll have to circle back um, and do a follow up on this because I'd love to get into a little bit more around genetics, a little bit more around some of the ancillary peptides. But I think we'll save that for another conversation uh, and give our listeners something to look forward to. In the meantime, uh, where can people find out more about you? Yeah, thanks so much. So uh, website gapinginstitute.com. And I like to offer a, a gift to your listeners. We have a, what we call a high performance handbook, and it's a 15 strategies and tactics that you can leverage today to have more energy, lose weight, have better sex and live longer. And just text the word health to 26786. Again, that's health to the number 26786. And I'll share a free copy of the high performance handbook. And then we'll also share a link if you want to reach out to us to get any more information on how to work with us. Dude. Love it. Thank you, Dr. Tracy. Thank you so much, man, for your time uh, and wisdom and knowledge and uh, always appreciated. And I'm looking forward to catching up with you in person here in Scottsdale sometime soon. Uh, sounds good, my friend. All right, brother. Well, uh, take care of yourself. Congratulations on business again. Keep crushing and uh, we'll catch up soon, my man. Thanks, brother. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, Here are four ways I can help you in your nutrition journey for free. One, grab a free copy of my Fat Loss Fix Guide at fatlossfixguide.com. Two, join my free group at smartnutritionmadesimple.com. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel at smartnutritionmadesimpletv.com. Four, leave a five-star rating and positive review so that we can gain access to more nutrition experts ready to share their knowledge with you and ultimately help more people make smart nutrition simple.